0: Welcome back to That Wasn't In My Textbook, the bi-weekly podcast that helps us uncover the things we always wish we learned from that boring, bulky textbook. I'm your host, Toya, and you're now listening to our very first bonus episodes called F Columbus Day, We're Celebrating Indigenous People Day. Should I just say fuck Columbus Day? Is the F word too harsh? I don't know. indigenous peoples day everyone the second monday of october used to be a federal holiday known as columbus day and we always had that day off and you know like everybody else i love me a three-day weekend although i'm not really sure if they exist now during the pandemic But I always remember feeling conflicted during Columbus Day because it's like, yes, I appreciate this Monday off. However, I hate that we're kind of celebrating a guy for something he didn't really do and not recognizing the numbers of people that he had murdered. So, yeah, (laughs) I normally don't say the C word. I usually say the only Christopher I acknowledge is Christopher Wallace, also known as Biggie Smalls. But for the sake of this episode, I'll make an exception. Yep, our government celebrated this guy who didn't even know where he was going and killed a lot of indigenous groups, but one by one, cities across the United States are replacing Columbus Day with Indigenous Peoples Day, an annual holiday that recognizes the cultures and histories of the original people who occupied America probably fucking centuries before Columbus was even born. Today, we're having this bonus episode to debunk and destroy a lot of the bullshit that we've been told and read about on Columbus that was in many of our textbooks. Like, damn, you can't even believe everything your own teachers tell you. It'd be your own teachers telling you lies. And then we're going to uncover five ways that we all can celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day. But first, we're gonna take a moment to open up this episode with what is called a land acknowledgement. And it's just a simple statement to thank and acknowledge the original inhabitants of the land that we're on here, in America in particularly. We would like to acknowledge that we are on the territory of indigenous people, the traditional custodians of this land, with a deep respect. May the elders, past and present, be blessed and honored. May we join together and build a future based on compassion, justice, hope, faith, and recognition. Hmm. Thank you for participating in a land acknowledgement. So let's jump into debunking the myths about Columbus. You know, let's look at some of the most biggest lies about the explorer that Monday's federal holiday is named for, or was named for, I should say. Myth number one, Columbus discovered America. False. First of all, we're already ignoring the fact that millions of humans already inhabited the land later to be called Americas, and clearly he didn't discover it if people were already here. What Columbus did discover, we're putting in quotes, because again, people were already there before he got there, was the Bahamas. Um, And then he later on found the island named Hispaniola. Why can't I never say that one? Which is now, you know, the island that's split between Haiti and Dominican Republic. And on his voyages following that, he went a little further south and... Landed. I'm going to stop saying that he found and discovered because that's some BS bullshit. But he, you know, in his later voyages, he actually ended up going to South and Central America. He never really got close to, you know, the United States. What is it called, the United States today? Never, never got close. Okay. He also believed that he had reached Asia because he was going west. And that was just a concept of that a lot of Europeans believed. So even on his deathbed, he thought that he went to Asia, okay? So he didn't even know where he was going. We're celebrating a guy who don't even know where he's going? That's crazy. All right, myth number two. Columbus set to prove the world was round. Nope. (laughs) If we're keeping it real, Earth had already been... Solidified as being round by scholars many moons, many years before Columbus. The question was really size and shape and how much of it was covered by oceans during Columbus time. But the roundness was already solidified. Columbus guessed that Earth was smaller than it actually is. And he also guessed that it was a pear shape. So, yeah, you know, I don't know how he got that. But yeah. (laughs) Myth number three Columbus was Italian. I believe that the Columbus Day Parade that used to be in New York was kind of celebrated as an Italian American celebration. However, Columbus was not Italian, okay? Like, Italy didn't even exist when Columbus was around, okay? Italy didn't exist until 1861. And remember, That little thing they told us, what is it, in 1942, Columbus sailed ocean blue. I mean, clearly Italy did not exist yet. He was actually born in Genoa, and that's what he identified as until the day that he died. So, sorry, Italians. I mean, I don't think you guys want to claim him anyway, since he didn't really do all the things he celebrated for, and he didn't know where he was going, and he killed a lot of people. Those are the three myths about Columbus. On this podcast, we celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day. Fourteen states, which seems like a low number, including Alabama, Alaska, Hawaii, Idaho, Maine, Michigan, Minnesota, New Mexico, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Oregon, South Dakota, Vermont, and Wisconsin. Plus the District of Columbia and 130 cities observe Indigenous People Day instead of fucking Columbus Day. This year, a lot of statues from Columbus came down. Round of applause for that, including a 20 foot massive ass statue that sat in front of Columbus, Ohio City Hall. Now, that's a pretty big deal since Columbus, Ohio was named after, you guessed it, who do you think? Columbus himself. So, kudos to columbus ohio for doing that now that we've debunked three myths about this man that we should not be celebrating let's talk about four ways to celebrate indigenous people day this year right now in your homes safely during this time period Celebration idea number one includes read an indigenous writer. Decolonize your bookshelf. There are A lot of great indigenous writers that I also looked up myself. So my book list is being diversified because usually I just do like black people, but people of color, you know, we need to expand. So um, I discovered a lot of cool books and poems, a lot of memoirs, one about being black and indigenous Native American. So I think that will be on my list personally. But yes, look into indigenous writers. I feel like I don't know enough about indigenous groups. I did not learn a lot about it in my textbook. I feel like history started with Columbus, you know, um, unfortunately, for America at least. I learned about, you know, other time periods before Columbus, but It didn't focus on the groups that already inhabited this land. So a lot of the books I saw cover, you know, a lot of history or talk about family lineage and um, novels. I would personally be interested in that and I would say maybe start there. Okay, celebration idea number two. Learn about indigenous cultures. There is a website that I always talk about around Thanksgiving. It's called native-land.ca. And it's a web app that allows you to put in your address and boom, it will tell you what indigenous group occupied the space that you were in prior to your arrival, prior to You know, colonizers' arrival, and then it'll give you some links about the groups of the indigenous groups of people that live there so you can learn about the culture, their languages, and territories all over the world. So, definitely check that out. I used the app to figure out what indigenous groups lived at my address in New York and then my address here in California, and I learned a lot. Celebration idea number three. Donate to Indigenous Rights Organizations. And if you're in that position, I know we in a pandemic, a lot of us are collecting unemployment and trying to figure out, you know, how to pay things. So don't feel any pressure, but it's just a suggestion. Open up your wallets if you can to support groups fighting for Indigenous rights. Directly supporting their missions with donations allows the organization to, you know, get some resources wherever they're needed most. There are some really great organizations that I looked into, like the Seeding Sovereignty, which is a collective that advocates for climate justice, and it's informed by indigenous practices, and they're also doing a lot of aid programming around the COVID-19 pandemic and how it's affecting indigenous groups in particular. But you can, like, you know, Google and find out what you want. I'm not endorsing anyone. It's just something I looked up. But, again, you can Google and find out what speaks to you, what you feel like is legit, and go from there. And then my fourth suggestion for celebrating Indigenous Peoples Day this year would be to not just say you're celebrating it, but to actively... Disown, put up the middle finger, say fuck you to Columbus Day. That's right. This is the time to have those uncomfortable conversations. Actually, this is the year to have those uncomfortable conversations. I don't know why I'm struggling to say uncomfortable. But, you know, sit down with, you know, your Auntie Karen, your Grandma Becky, and talk to them about you know indigenous people's day and other non-indigenous people's history and the legacy and his the true legacy and history behind columbus day and why it means that we should be celebrating indigenous people's day instead so yeah (laughs) and then my fifth suggestion is one that we actually already did together as a group at the beginning of this podcast, is to do a land acknowledgement. After you participate in suggestion number two in terms of going to the native slash land.ca website and looking up the indigenous people who occupied your current, at your current address, then you could go and do a land acknowledgement that particularly, celebrates and acknowledges, oh, you see what I did there, the group that was particularly on the land that your address is at, or you can just do a general one and say that you acknowledge the native people, the indigenous people that were here. So that's an active thing you can do, similar to like a moment of silence, just acknowledging those that came before us and allowed us to be here. So those are the five suggestions of, you know, what you can do today. You don't have to do all five, maybe do one, maybe do two, maybe do five, I don't know. <laughs> just some ideas to throw out there. Celebrating Indigenous Peoples Day over fake-ass Columbus Day is just a tiny step towards making amends for the treatment of Indigenous people in this country, but it's also a very important step. Between Columbus's arrival in 1492 and the Pilgrim's arrival in 1620, an estimated one-third to 90% of the Native American population died from European-born diseases. So... Do you understand what I just said? So, between Columbus's arrival in 1492 and the Pilgrims' arrival in 1620, which is about 128 years, an estimated— which means it could be wrong, it could be bigger, it could be smaller—but it's probably bigger—an estimated a, uh, an estimated one third to ninety percent of. Uh, indigenous people who occupied America died from European-born diseases. That means that only ten percent of indigenous people survived a hundred and twenty-eight years of genocide and enslavement and other things. I'm sure you can use your imagination to describe that. Really, that killed off people and whole groups of people in entire cultures. Whew. That's a lot. And that's why this change, this shift from Columbus day to indigenous people day is long overdue, but necessary. And that's why people are doing this because the original celebration of Columbus day is full of bullshit. It's not real. And then, too, there's a lot of people, hundreds of thousands of indigenous people that were located in America that died for for these quote-unquote discoveries. You know, they're not real discoveries. Or people trying to escape their own suffering in other countries, in Europe, for instance, and coming to America, but still inflicting the same things that they felt oppressed by, which is just hypocritical. Fucking hypocritical. I hope that you all enjoy this Monday, this new knowledge and some suggestions on how to celebrate this day from your home. I don't know if you're off or not. I don't even know if I'm off or not, but I still will acknowledge this day as Indigenous People Day and do one or two, maybe even three of the things I suggested for how to celebrate. Thank you for tuning in to today's bonus episode. You know, follow us all over the interwebs and leave a review let me know how you feel about it make sure you're following us on instagram because i always share some really cool content and come back on friday october 23rd for our history of weed episode thanks again for listening and until next time remember knowledge is power